0: Hello, and welcome to Horrible Friends Condensed Spoop, a smaller, shorter version of our regular show where we talk about anything going on in the horror genre, review new horror movies, and pretty much whatever the fuck we want to talk about.
1: Uh, Starting off, I'm Chris. I'm Dan. And I'm Kyle. And look at that. This is the first time we've done this all together, the three of us. Yeah,
0: it's great. So, uh, I've gathered you all here today, uh, to discuss a topic I felt that Kyle would be, uh... The most available to discuss. Since much like myself, Uh he doesn't watch movies. Uh uh (laughs) Or at least horror movies because I'm a pansy. Mm -hmm.
1: So today's topic is your favorite horror video game. Yeah, I am actually excited about it. Uh, There are. Would you guys believe there's a lot of them? yeah there's a lot <laughs> Uh-oh. oh okay sorry my bad
0: <laughs> oh shit man my my list is wrong my, I guess.
2: my list got really short real quick <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what I guess we're done here um funny enough we all have the same game <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: well uh Chris how, how do you want to start this off Who wants to go first do you want to go first oh uh, yeah I'll go first and
0: then um you know whichever one of you wants to go after Uh, So my pick, which, so like I said, I'm a pansy when it comes to most things horror, especially horror games, because I always, when I would try and play them, I always chose like the perfect time of like, you know, one in the morning, it's pitch black, I'm at my computer with the stereo headset on, so I hear everything and would normally try and play a game for about 30 minutes, hear some kind of terrifying noise and just nope my way out of there
2: and play something more
0: happy and fun. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I always found that horror games are more scary than horror movies anyway. Like, cause you actually have to do the actions of it. So it's exactly. And, and you don't drive the plot unless you are willing to drive the plot. Whereas a movie it's just like, eh, it's going to happen. and eh, just yeah. let it happen. It's that and like... especially
0: with the most like survival horror game kind of things. Like, mm-hmm. It's not easy to figure out how you're controlling the plot. Like, you know, correct. it's very much go figure it out. That scary room with the door just open and the flickering light. How about you go check that out?
1: Yeah. And that's the um, stuck on rails kind of in the movie kind of concept where you're like, you're just on a train that's going forward whether you want it to or not. And you could leave the room. That's fine. But the video game thing, yeah, you you have to press the X button to go on to the next room. You have to open up the door, like you have to make that decision. It's it's like being, realistically, in a in in a if you can separate yourself from that. This is a video game. It's like opening a door in a creepy ass house, and you're the only one alone in the house. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what's behind this door? And meanwhile, I'm here. I'm loving it. I love to explore stupid, shitty, falling down houses and and disgusting dark places and video game and same thing i I realized i was replaying my game just recently and uh yeah i was like i was like no no i want to know open the door do it do it (laughs) scare me (laughs) as you just hear like a behind the door
0: just like someone might need a lozenge i should go help them out
2: (laughs) i find horror games like now to be so interesting like the most successful ones because they're basically just walking simulators where you don't really do anything you just kind of like Solve a couple of quick, easy puzzles and then just let the things happen to you for that rush of adrenaline. And it's like that's basically the whole game for the most part.
1: Yeah. And, and it's it's interesting that they haven't decided to kind of go. I guess the, the next generation, they'll, they'll figure out something in between. But the next like true generation of horror games is going to be like the the full VR experience of like walking through a house and just being stuck with it on your
2: face. And oh. Yeah. Dude, I picked up this game and I was like starting to stream it when I was streaming horror games. Yes, like heavy I, a couple years yeah. ago. And I put it on and I was like, I didn't even walk through the door. I was like, oh, hell no, I can't do this. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm in the room. I hate everything about this.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think that that is the, the legit next step. But I think there's going to be something in between where they're going to shake it up a little bit because, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you where it's like it's they give you the character whose legs have been like chopped in half. And you're like, okay, well, I'm moving the slowest I've ever moved in my actual <laughs> life. <laughs> and I can't get away. And I have like a limited sprint or, you know, four bullets I could use to defend myself. And that's the whole game. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm mixed feelings about those style of games. but
0: Where uh, yeah, every, Chris, what's your the floor opinion? is just entirely like you're walking
1: through molasses.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ha- all the time. So, yes. so phasmophobia uh, before, it, uh, yes. <laughs> before it got its patch. I got you.
1: Which, even then, like, phasmophobia's
2: sprint function is like, it's like my actual sprint, which is only like 10 steps. It's definitely like a 60 year old who's been smoking his whole life and he's just like, all right, we got to get six-year-old? away. No, yeah, six year old <laughs> who's been smoking his whole smoking life for six years. <laughs> Came out of the womb. Get that baby a goddamn cigar right now.
1: <laughs> what is this, the 1940s? I think
0: so.
2: Yeah, hey, gonna...
1: I've been born over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Chris, you gotta tell us what's your what's your game? Uh, so my
0: game, um, I, there are I have quite a few in my honorable mentions, they're mainly games either I only played a a, a small amount of or I watched a playthrough of it. Um, but for my actual main choice, I went with something that I've actually played through completely uh, actually a couple times and played it with Dan. And Mike, the first time. Uh, so my choice is Man of Medan from the Dark Pictures Anthology.
2: Hmm. hmm
1: Can you give, like, a very brief synopsis of, like, the beginning of the game?
0: Yeah. So you're a bunch of crazy kids mm-hmm. going on a boat to, uh, like, a, a, a scuba, like, venture. They find out there's some kind of, like... Uh, submerged like aircraft and they want to go check it out oh i hate and, this oh yeah <laughs> and of course you know they find some shit it leads them to be uh oh there's like a, a band of of pirates not your johnny depp why is the rum always gone kind of pirates but the uh we'll hijack your boat and kill you kind of pirates like
2: mm-hmm. they've done meth a couple of times so you can tell that their teeth are all fucked up and like yes
0: you know, yeah and in their boat gets hijacked by these pirates. They stumble upon this uh, like lost-at-sea World War II um, uh, freighter. Mm. And as they go on it, they start hallucinating, seeing crazy shit. And cool. uh, it, it, it's pretty crazy. I don't want to go too far into no, it. no, no. People yeah. eventually want to play it. Um, but I, I mainly picked it, like I said, because it... It was the first horror game in a long time that I I played through completely and did it with Dan and Mike at Dan's house. And it's not that it's, I mean, yes, it is a good game. It's nothing crazy. It has its flaws, like, especially facial animation wise. uh, A lot of just deadpan faces half the time.
2: (laughs) Or just like making gritting teeth, like for nothing. It's just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and, and people are just talking through gritted teeth with some of the dialogue, <laughs> just
0: like, I guess we should go this way. Like, okay, why did you say it like that? Um, but I remember because the way the game works, especially if you're playing with multiple people on just one console, basically like a couch co-op kind of thing. You have to select which people you're going to play as and the controller gets passed from person to person when it's the next person's uh, time in the story. And I just remember because we were playing this like late at night and I don't think we even finished it because we we played it from start to finish in one sitting. And I think we didn't finish till like maybe three in the morning.
2: Yeah, it's super late.
0: And I remember I had to drive back home to where me and Jackie used to live and woke her up and she said, what? Why the fuck are you just getting home now? I was like, I was busy being scared. I
2: was scared. I still am. <laughs> but I, I,
0: I just remember, like every time it came up that it was my turn to play, and either you or Mike would hand me the controller. Just the the anxiety and like the feeling of dread every time it was my turn. Uh like I hated it, but I I did secretly love it. It, it got better as the game went on because there is a the whole like twist thing and. Mm-hmm is it makes the game a little bit more uh, manageable at that point
2: story-wise those those games from the dark anthology and even until dawn which i was actually on my honorable mention like all of those games give you like a different they hit different because they give you that feeling of dread when you play because it's like oh no i don't want to like kill this person like i got to be really careful with my quick time events and my decisions and like like your decisions really matter in those games some of them more than others but like it's it's so unique and it's it's great. I, I love it. And it creates like these great like memories, like Chris is saying about like playing it with friends. And I, I started to show it to Kyle like, yes, like a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Remember, yeah, yeah, it, it is. Them. It is pretty
1: cool. And I will say that those games are interesting. And, and I think that the addition of getting your friends involved really does change horror in general because i think i feel way 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 different playing or watching a movie by myself than when i'm like with anybody else because i guess it, it gives you that little bit of um i don't know that little bolster of like confidence when you have somebody else there to like experience it and hope that they're more scared than you are um
0: yes absolutely <laughs> like, I, agree. I can imagine
1: i can imagine you chris playing the game and being like i'm not playing anymore and just shut it down like you said <laughs> but if you're with yep. you're with uh, mike and dan and they're like but we want to play our next turn. And you're like, all oh, right. And then they just push you off the cliff. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially like with what Dan said with like, you know, with the quick time
0: events, you, you don't want to mess anything up because you, you, you might be playing as a character that you really like, and you want to make sure they survive. And the, the way, especially man of Medan, I feel like they, they have changed it a little bit with uh, the two other recent songs they've added to the uh, anthology, but with man of Medan, there really wasn't a warning for when the quick time events mm-hmm. happened. Like with, I just recently played through uh, the newest one. I streamed it with Swayze uh, all last weekend. Uh, went through one, like one whole run and it's, it's easier to play that the newest one. And you can kind of tell like, okay, a quick time events coming up just the way the camera focuses. Like, you know, you know, something's going to happen in a moment and you know you need to be ready. But with Man of Medan, a lot of them was, you know, it was very surprising. You, you, it was very hard to be ready, and you might just put the controller down for a second because you think it's just a cutscene, and then all of a sudden, bam, you need to hit that button, and if you're not ready, that it could have just been a simple little quick-time event that might not mess anything up, or it could be one that changes your entire story completely or kill this character.
1: Yeah, that's... That's fun. And I think it. I think the quick time events, while they they were overplayed a, a number of years ago, like a lot, like every game was like, every game's got to have a quick time event because you've got to be involved. And it's like, I think that people grew out of that as far as yeah. I, I would say like non-horror or normal video games or whatever. But I think that the quick time event kind of keeps you engrossed because if not, then you're sitting there like, okay, well, my character's fighting for their life. I'm not attached to them. I yes. do not care. But the quick time event kind of gives you that little bit of like you've got to save your character somehow.
2: So you better be ready. So. Yeah. And sometimes I don't even feel like attached to that character, but it's like, I don't want the game to beat me. And I'm like, oh, yes. I better hit that. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's definitely times where I'm like on a run through of one of those games where I'm like, oh, I want this character to die to see what happens this time. But then the quick time events come up and I'm just like, I have to like fight myself to not push it. I'm just like, nope, nope, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, that's that's cool.
0: And it, and it changes not necessarily changes you but you might go into one of these games thinking like yeah fuck it i'm just gonna make all the terrible choices and murder everybody that's what uh swayze's thought process was um before we started playing the newest one house of ashes and once we were playing it he completely changed that thought process and he was just like all right let's just try and do the best we can to get everyone out and we we finished it with only losing one of the characters, and it was a character he was playing as, and he just messed up one little uh, quick time event towards the end, and it killed that character. And he was he mm. was decently upset about it.
1: Mm. That's frustrating.
2: Um. Yeah, so that's my pick. Uh, who uh, wants to go next? All right, I'll go next. Um, so I really thought a lot about. Um, which which game was my favorite? This, this actually took a lot because within the last couple of years, I've really gotten into playing a lot of horror games um, during the pandemic. Like that was my thing that I would do is I just kind of like streamed horror video games because like you know we all needed our way to get through uh, the craziness that was and is currently the pandemic, and that was kind of my vice for the time. Um, so. I played through a lot of different games, and I, I really realized that Atmosphere Core is like my gym jam, and I, it, it just like hits different. And I know I said like these walkthrough, uh, these walking simulator type games, but I, I really like them. And um, mine is a little off the rails, but it's a game called Visage, and that is, I'm picking that because it's the scariest game that I've ever played. Um, and if you've never seen it, it's on Steam um it just recently came out of beta but it's um if you haven't seen it liken it to pt on steroid pt the full game kind i have game.
0: seen that game
2: right right um the reason that i really like this is obviously like i said the atmosphere car but like when i first played it i was doing like playthroughs with one of my friends uh named hugh and I remember I was trying to figure out how to start it because it breaks the game up into chapters, uh, which is just satisfying in itself. Like you start a new chapter, you start a new thing, and there's four chapters. Um, but in between the chapters, you just kind of explore the house and walk around and see different things because you can unlock things and kind of like get collectibles and stuff as you're going. And I remember I spent an hour, an hour to an hour and a half, just walking around being scared to death of nothing because nothing happens to you <laughs> when you don't start the chapters. Like the atmosphere in that game is just terrifying. And then you get to, you get to the chapters and the chapters, at least the first two, it kind of went downhill a little bit in the third and the fourth chapter, but the first two were so memorable and so scary that it's, it's just, it sticks in your brain and, and, Um, very quickly, the, what the premise of these are is that you're a new person who's moved into this house. I I believe it's the early nineties, uh, mid nineties, late eighties. And, um, there's four different people who have died or had these, uh, experiences in the house and you're kind of reliving them. So, um, that, that's basically like the premise of it, but I, I love that game. It gives me, I have a lot of good memories of it, um, in a troubled time. And uh, I, I think it's absolutely terrifying. It's definitely one of the, sc- the scariest game I've ever played.
1: That's awesome. I, I remember you playing it. I, I didn't watch or, or see what you were doing with it. So that seems like something I'd probably pick up. It's, it's pretty cool. That sounds fun.
0: Yeah, I watched a, a playthrough of that game. Very scary.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, I'll go with my game if you guys are cool.
0: Yep, go right ahead.
1: Bokey dokey. So my game, and I don't think either of you would have guessed or gotten this at all because I don't, you don't know me. You don't, you don't know me. Um, I went with an oldie, but a goodie fatal frame for the PlayStation two. Ooh. Yeah. So I'll be completely honest. Never beat the game. What I did do is I had a, and this is this show. This is showing my age. uh, I had a game pro magazine and they sent a, a demo disk with like one or two uh i guess monthly uh, magazines or whatever it was and the demo disk was for the PlayStation and it had like you know 10 different games on it and one of them was Fatal Frame and i remember playing through the this Fatal Frame and being absolutely terrified out of my ass so i picked it up again uh like just recently and was playing it and uh guys it holds up very well it actually holds up better because the sound quality of the game was like outrageously good but uh because you were using such a shitty tv back in the day it didn't make sense like it didn't sound as good but i'm listening to it now with like headphones oh so good
0: um i think i think i may have had one of those uh yeah that same demo disc because that's Uh that's all i had growing up because you know when i had like the playstation one and I was like, oh, I want to play this cool game. And my parents are like, well, we got this uh, disc that has 10 games on it that you can play for <laughs> about five minutes each. So uh-huh. just play that forever for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah. So uh, I, I, I vaguely
0: remember having the disc with Fatal Frame on yeah. it and always looking at it and going, nah. nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nope. And you know what? It, it holds up well. So like, the premise of the game is that you are uh, you're two characters. You start out as one and then you quickly move to another one uh you are a brother and sister in Japan and you are investigating this uh this old Japanese mansion like a typical like sliding sliding paper door style Japanese mansion and uh there is some sort of terrifying thing that the family used to do there supposedly uh and but nobody really knows anything cuz the whole family died because the last member of the family killed all the rest of his family and then a bunch of people that they knew um the twist, it's very Resident Evil in the sense that the camera angles are, like, up in the corners of the rooms and, like, you can't really control whatever uh, super well. Um, but And you're slow, like I said, moving around in molasses. Uh, the twist is that you don't have a gun, but you have a camera, hence the Fatal Frame. Uh, and the camera is, like, an old, like, early 1900s, like, uh, accordion-style camera. And that camera is able to take the picture of the ghost and then you destroy the ghosts and you capture them inside the camera, kind of like Luigi's mansion-esque kind of thing. I'd um, really
0: like to imagine like you actually would have like one of like the middle to late 1800s cameras. There is some of that, are the that one on a giant stand. You have like the giant sulfur <laughs> flash.
1: So it's... as the ghost coming towards you, you're like, hold on, hold on, setting it up and just. Honestly, the game plays that way. Uh, you it lets you go into first person mode to control the camera and the controls end up swapping back and forth between like different, uh, thumbsticks and the camera moves super slow. And you've got to like, you've got to hit these, um, kind of like, uh, uh, damage point circles or whatever. You've got to like stay within the circle to start gaining power and then take a picture of the, the ghost to, to destroy the ghost as you're trying to figure out what happened to your brother. And, um, it is creepy. It like it puts ghosts like in your face, so you have to like strategically run away and take pictures of them. It it was it's a fun experience. I plan on beating it. I have not beaten it still, but it's a I there were a number of times where I was like, I didn't expect a ghost to show up, and there he was. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially the
0: fact you said like it as like early PlayStation. So the fact mm-hmm. that like the way you explain it, like the mechanics of it for and Decently early PlayStation game, and that still holds up as is pretty remarkable. Especially at the time, like most hard games you would find on like a PlayStation was like the early Resident Evils, which you know they were locked to before even third person. Like it was a camera around a corner.
1: Yes. Well, that's the thing is the the game is cameras. Yes, fixed yeah, fixed camera, that was it. The game is like three-quarters fixed camera, but you can go into first person mode with the with the camera. It's like the camera that you're using to take the pictures of ghosts. And you can walk around the whole house in the first person mode, except you're hobbled, like you've you can't move quick at all. And like it's just it's kind of clunky. Um so it's a little difficult to control, but it's very cool. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. And it just I remember it scaring me as a child, uh, and it's still kind of it did, it didn't totally scare me but i was like i was on edge the whole time i was like i don't want to lose and then i did and i lost a ton of progress cuz i didn't save because this oh. was in an era before autosave so yes autosaves yeah. and and memory cards remember when an
0: 8 megabyte memory card could hold your entire life of video games
1: oh yeah and they cost and
0: like $40 yes they yeah. did and now you have a terabyte you can have a terabyte gaming console Minimal. and give, and, <laughs> and it costs forty
2: dollars. <laughs> it costs forty dollars.
0: That terabyte gaming console can hold six games?
1: Yeah, only six. So you're holding six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um I don't know, I got some honorable mentions too. So Chris, you wanna go?
2: Yeah, uh so I enjoyed both your picks, but uh so yeah, we'll oh, wait real quick. Our... Do hmm? do you wanna trade off? We can like go one at a time, like back and forth.
0: Yeah, because like, I only have, like, two. I'm going to try and keep it, like, to two or three.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: So uh, my first honorable mention is uh, another game that uh, I only played for about, I think, maybe a drum total of, like, an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, the first PC game, horror game, that I played, thanks to Kyle, and that was uh,
2: Amnesia the Dark Descent. Mm-hmm check that off of my list <laughs> uh, i actually beat this game recently like within the last year and I, I loved it i thought it was i thought it was good it was weird it didn't make any sense where you had to like collect his body parts and stuff and-
0: yeah i want to go back to it because i have i have both of them on not only steam but on um, my playstation
2: and i eventually want to go back and play them it, it has like that that scary sense of like you're just being chased nonstop and like oh is he right behind me how far back is he and like you turn around to look and he's just gaining on you it's just like oh no 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 <laughs> no, 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 no 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 so that's my uh, first honorable mention dan if you want to
0: go ahead and mention one of yours even though oh, i took it from
2: you sure uh yeah that was that was one of mine so i'll start with the pick that would have been i'd say this might be tied for my favorite game but um and it's two. It's two, but you'll understand. It's Resident Evil 7 Biohazard and Resident Evil 8 Village. I Hmm. really like both of these games. Very good games. Because I like the fact that Resident
0: Evil changed it up a bit. It wasn't mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. ridiculous. It was like by the time Resident Evil 6, it was less horror and just over-the-top explosions and actions. Like It
2: became a Michael
0: Bay video game.
2: Yeah, It, it did. And... Both of these are very different. Like, Resident Evil 7 is definitely that atmosphere car, whereas Resident Evil 8 went into... It's it's almost like a classic... I liken it to a classic game where it's like, oh, you have to go collect these six things. And, like, you have kind of like Zelda Ocarina of Time kind of style where, like, you have, like, specific things in each of the areas that you have to defeat and, like... It's it's so cool. I love Resident Evil Eight. Oh my gosh, what a great game!
1: Yeah, I think they they called that like the like a hub a hub and spoke kind of style where you had like the the central area and then you had like the different um, like north south east west kind of locations to go to. Right?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. Uh, I heard really good things. I have not played it, but it it sounds fun. Um, uh, mine uh is I never. I never held the controller for this game, but I did watch a friend play it back in, back in the olden days of early, uh, I guess looks like 2008 uh, dead space. And that, that game is, yeah, it's terrifying, man. I remember it being terrifying stuck in space. uh, They, they did a really good job at making the UI in the game like minimal. So your character's like his health is like the spine of his suit that he's wearing. So you see like the health starts to drop and, your ammo is like shown on the weapon itself, versus like in a corner. So they they really try to immerse you in, and I think they did a very good job at like giving you that kind of thing esque, uh, spooky something. Uh, maybe not a thing. Uh, like alien style. Like something's in the in the rafters. What are you gonna do? Um, it's very like
0: body horror esque. Yeah, all those yeah. creatures in it. Do
2: yep. do do you guys have a memorable death for Isaac? I have one that always has stuck with me, and I've never even, like, beaten that game. <laughs> oh, sure. Go ahead. Uh, it's it's like this little head thing that crawls around, and if it kills you, it rips your head off and sticks its own body into yours, and then it treats you as, like, its host. Yes,
1: I do remember that. Uh, <sighs>
2: mine was the... Uh, I can't remember which game it was. Was that the first or second
0: one? But when you had to... Um, daintily controlled this like needle laser thing towards his eye uh, oh my mm-hmm. god yep, yep and if you don't do it just right just violently goes into his face
2: mm-hmm. yep i remember that one too <laughs> yep, i
1: i couldn't pull out any other ones i think you guys you guys hit the ones that would have uh <laughs> that i would remember <laughs> that game is uh is rough yeah um, um, and they made three of them i i don't did you guys play the other ones uh, no, I played a little bit of the first one,
0: watched some stuff on the second one, and then I had just kind of heard that the third one was good, but it seemed I'd heard it kind of went the, the Resident Evil route where it leaned more towards almost an action game and mm-hmm. less of the horror. Okay. Um, I have just one more little honor okay. mention I want to do. Uh, another one I've played with Dan and several other people. Um, it's not a story game, it's more of just a fun spooky multiplayer game and that is uh Dead by Daylight. Love mm. that game. Because it it can be scary especially um if you're playing by yourself and you're not talking to anybody um for anyone who doesn't know this game's been out for a good while but you it's um like a team of four survivors trying to repair generators in any given map and trying to escape where there's one killer coming after you. The survivors play in a, th- a third person mode and the killers are playing from a first person's pers- uh, perspective. And each survivor and killer has their own different perks and abilities. And the fact that it can just be dead quiet and you're trying to fix a generator and then you just, you start to, you know the killer's coming because you start to hear a heartbeat get gradually louder and louder and louder as they get closer to you.
1: Mm. Yeah, it that, that game is fun and it, it gives you, uh, it just gives you like agita, like you know they're coming. It's just anxiety. Yes. And, uh it's it's the best way to put it. Um, yeah, and through all these
0: different updates and stuff, they've added so yeah. many different killers. Like pretty much any killer of classic horror, besides Jason, due to copyright issues and lawsuits. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but you've got Michael Myers, you've got Leatherface, Freddy Krueger, Ghostface, Hellraiser was just Pyramid recently Head, added, Pyramid mm. Head. Um, Oh, uh, like Nemesis from Resident Evil in it mm-hmm. now too, and I know soon they're adding uh, The Ring. Oh, cool.
1: Uh, That's cool. Now, I will say that the game th- this is one of those games that you can easily kind of it-, it gives you agita because you're trying to play and you're trying to continue on, but you can easily start gamifying it and it's it turns way less into a horror game and more into just a competitive mode type of oh, game absolutely. where it's just pieces of it, so like you're just more annoyed that you died rather than getting spooked. So I think that game really got me at first. But now if I play it, I'm, I'm just more like, I have, well, whatever, I died. So, like, it's. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah. much it. That's why it yeah. was
0: only like a second honorable mention. Yeah. yeah I've yeah, got yeah. other ones, but I don't want us to take up too much time. If any of you guys have any more, go ahead and
2: talk about No, Go ahead, dude. Yeah. My, um, my next one, I only have a couple more. Uh, my next one is Alien Isolation. So hmm. I have a love hate w- with this. Uh, very briefly, I'll just. I, uh, I
0: thought that was definitely going to be w- on your list somewhere.
2: i, I playing that. I find it to be really fun, but I also find it to be cheap. Like the alien is just so cheap. Like he'll just. It starts off scary, and it's like, uh-oh, oh, where where is he? And then, and then like as time goes on, you just have to be really quiet. Like that was my experience. And whenever I would start to run, and then I would try to stop. He just appears out of nowhere. He's just like, Oh, well, F you, you have to take this game really slowly. <laughs> I just I found the alien to be kind of stupid towards the end of the game.
0: Mm-hmm. But Yeah, from gameplay I've seen of it, it's it is cheap. The alien just shows up out of nowhere in a, a very you have no way of escaping this situation like scenario. And God, I hope you saved within the last like thirty uh-huh. minutes. Yep. Otherwise, <laughs>
2: you're screwed um and then kyle do you ha- how many more do you have
1: i i don't know that i have a ton of, i mean i i will give we we talked about it only because it's it is fun it does get a little uh maybe not grindy or or whatever but uh i think phasmophobia has a good
2: yes uh,
1: it's it's on the list because it, it does have vr which is like i said it, but you don't have to do it vr and it is it it has a good atmosphere most of the time i've watched a lot of gameplay of it i i look forward to eventually being able to play it <laughs> Um, it is it is fun um i i would say it's it's fun to play with friends and then they added a, a bunch they're adding new stuff all the time which is great um now there's a lot of these uh y- you find like uh what do they call them haunt items or whatever and mm-hmm. they are they're like a, a pentagram in the basement that you have to you don't have to but you can light it up and get a good picture of the ghost and it knocks off an objective that you have to do or like a the ouija board pops up a little bit more and it's like it'll summon a ghost immediately so it is it is a lot of fun
2: And um, my my last one is a very old one that I actually never got to play, but I've seen so much playthrough of it. And I feel like since I played the Spiritual Successor basically counts, but it is PT um, Mm. because it just changed the way that horror is now. Like it's just, it really changed the game and it's 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 amazing.
0: It's a shame you can't even really play it at all anymore. I know there are some people that uh, I've, sell playstations with pt install because they shut off any updates to the console so it's the only way you can play pt at all And i've seen people sell those consoles for basically the price of a brand new console just so you can have the option to play pt
1: yeah interesting uh i know that there was some sort of controversy with with it i guess I, i don't know what exactly happened with it but yeah it was it I remember watching pieces of it, and it is terrifying. It's that you keep going around and around circles in this, like, uh, forever loop of uh, things just keep just absolutely getting worse. You're like, oh, man, I had a bad day. And the next day, you're like, man, that day was actually pretty good compared to today. Today was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: it's basically um, that it's left such a mark that you play any kind of horror game now, and if you're in any kind of scenario where... any a, a room or a hallway repeats, you're immediately like, "Oh fuck, I'm in a PT situation." Like me and Dan had that in uh, playing mm-hmm. Man and Medan. There's a small segment in that portion where, uh, for a good few minutes, you keep yep, going through the same that. hallway. At hall. It, it, yeah, I remember we both said like, "Oh fuck, it's PT now." It's going to get worse every goddamn
1: time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw it out there for you, Dan, just to toss it out there. I don't know a lot about it, but I know uh, there. A lot of the kids love it. Uh, Five Night at Freddy's. That was a very good uh, game. Yeah. All, there's like a thousand versions of it. It's on everything. It's it is like, it's like Gen Z's. Uh, I don't know. It's it's uh, they somehow attach to it very hard, and it's they're very much into it. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've seen a lot of gameplay of the the newest one, mm-hmm.
0: um, is uh, on the major consoles and PC. The the security breach and mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's very different. It's not, you know, you're not just sitting in you know, like a security room checking cameras. Like you are actually
2: walking around this huge map, this huge area. Hmm. That's that's another one where it's funny because it starts off as like a straight up horror game. But then it turns into a grindy skill game where it's like, yes. oh, got to gotta beat. The, I mean, at least the first couple are. And mm-hmm. it's just like, like, yeah, it's scary. But then it's like, nope, nope. You're not going to beat me this time. You still? Big mother yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Especially towards like the very end game of it, you can choose to kind of keep going, but it stops you from saving. Oh yeah, the game you go to point. day so six. You could, yeah, you you could play for like an hour and a half to two hours trying to get this one little extra thing that you've been working on for this crazy amount of time, and make one slight mistake, and you get caught, and all of that progress is gone.
1: Hmm.
2: Yep, start it again. Yep, <laughs> better start over. That's I all. like I like those kind of games. I like hyper-punishing games. I think they're okay. fun. <laughs> Hurt me harder. <laughs> Can't wait for Elden Ring. Gonna yes. Be asking for not the pain. More. Is that? <laughs> oh, I was going
1: to say, that's not considered horror, right? No, it's I don't just, think so. It's just like a nah, famous, like high very, fantasy. Very, game.
2: just Dark soulsy. It'll probably souls-y. have like some type of like twisted Grossness. bodies yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, nothing outside of that, probably. All right. Well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I'd like to thank you guys for
0: coming out and uh, having this quick little chat with me. Uh, I'd like to thank all you listeners out there for taking the time to check us out. We've got other condensed spoop uh, episodes. Um, am going to have some some more coming down the road at some point. Uh got a lot of ideas. It's just, you know, scheduling and being an adult. It sucks. Um, But I'd like to thank Connor McLeod for our artwork. I'd like to thank Andy Cavanaugh, he did some new and exciting intro and outro music for this special segment and I really appreciate him for that. And i also like to thank Travis Kaiser for all of his editing and all of his hard work. Um, so with that, uh, Kyle, what would you like to say to all the uh, the PT hallways out there?
1: Thanks for stopping by and having a cup of spoop. <laughs>